Are you struggling to get your project off the ground? Is the term research a dirty word? Need help finding more resources? Hi there. Welcome back to another Center for Nursing Inquiry podcast. We are excited to speak to you today about a very timely topic, how to pick a journal. But first, who are we? So I'm Elizabeth Scala. I'm the Research Program Coordinator. Welcome. And I'm Maddie. I'm the Evidence-Based Practice Program Coordinator. Yay, Maddie, back on the mic again, talking about how to pick a journal. Yes, podcast people, I get a little kooky when we record a bunch of podcasts all in one day for your listening pleasure. So how to pick a journal. We've talked in the past on the podcast about publication, about dissemination, and about various topics related to getting published. But you might be thinking, well, how do I actually find the right journal for my work? So we're going to share with you four or five tips about what you can do to kind of narrow it down, as well as an online resource, which we'll get to towards the end. So first off, what would you say is the first thing you might do, Maddie? Like, I know you've written a lot of papers, you know, sometimes you're kind of pointed towards the emergency nursing journals. But if a topic was more diverse, or you wanted, you know, to get to another journal, what do you do first when you are looking to find a journal to write for? Well, I tend to go to the journals that cover the same subject area that I'm talking about. So if I'm talking about something that's really pertinent to emergency nursing, I've gone to the Journal for Emergency Nursing website to see what types of papers they're looking for, things that are more specific to professional development or education, going to those types of journals. Sometimes it's even going to Google and typing in nursing education journal that'll pull up the top couple that are really highest on the list. And then once I get the basically idea of where I want to go, I go to their websites and they actually have some super helpful information, usually just right on their homepage or one click away that tells you the type of audience that their journal really is trying to speak to, as well as different topics that they're interested in, and then the different types of papers that they're able to accept. Okay. So on the website, I do the same. I definitely look at, there's always an about the journal section or typically it's called about the journal. And if you click on that, it will literally say this journal is for, or the readers of this journal are, they'll talk about maybe their roles. They'll talk about, you know, where they're found. Are they academic more in academia or are they more clinicians, you know, hospital based. So you want to go to the about the journal section and figure out who is the readership? Who would actually read this journal? You also mentioned something in your response, Maddie, about looking at issues like articles. So when you're on the website, you can typically look at past issues. Is that correct? Yeah. So if you go to the website, even if you don't have full access, they usually let you look at a couple past, um, at least articles, if not full issues. And a couple really helpful things to do is to look at the table of contents to see the different types of articles that are in there and how they're sorted and categorized, like if it's research or reviews or quality improvement or case studies, to make sure that what you're thinking about writing really will fit into one of those buckets. And then it's helpful to look at the subject matter. So if I know that I'm writing about gamification of nursing education, I can go in and search the journal for previous publications about gamification to see if this is a topic that they're interested in. Maybe it's a topic that they're so interested in that they've already had a dozen publications and they really are trying to move in a new direction. So seeing past things that they've published on can sort of give you an indication about future things that they also like to publish. Exactly. And there is a person that works on the journal that is key to actually kind of speak to, if possible, to ask for information. What do you suggest folks do to reach out to the journal? Is there someone we can talk to or email to ask, you know, are you interested in my topic? 
Yeah. So in these days, it's kind of hard to imagine that there actually is a person on the other end reading these emails and looking through your submissions because everything's so automated. And sometimes it does take a little hunting and pecking around the journal website to be able to find their information, but there is an editor and you can do what's called querying the editor, which is where you find their email address and send them a very professional email saying, um, hello, we've been writing on this topic or are planning to write on this topic. Is this something that your readership would be interested in? This is why we think it's important. Please let us know if this would be a good fit and we'd like to submit to your journal if so. So that kind of gets them primed to maybe be looking out for your manuscript as well as maybe saving you some time if they say, you know, hey, thank you for your question. This just isn't really what we talk about. So perhaps you might want to look somewhere else. So that kind of saves you some time as well if you do get a response. Definitely, definitely. So what about if you're part of a professional organization or society or you've gone to a regional or national event? Is there any journal linkage to when you go and present your work more kind of in person at, let's say, a conference? Yeah, so this can sometimes be like an easy way to get your foot in the door is if you've had an abstract accepted for a professional organization's conference, either as a poster or a podium, that's an indication that they think that their audience is going to be receptive or interested in your topic. So an easy sort of next step can be to reach out to them and say, hey, you accepted our abstract at your recent conference. We would like to expound more on this. Do you think this would be interesting for the readers of your journal? And if so, we'd like to submit. So that can be a really easy sort of foot in the door to say, you already expressed interest in this. Now we'd like to share more information with you in the form of a publication. I tell a lot of people that that can be the first place you go if you've already had some content that you've been able to share with your professional colleagues. Right, right. So many of our conferences, nursing conferences, nursing societies, you know, your professional organizations, your specific specialty area that's hosting that conference likely has a journal linked to it. So it's a good idea to figure that out. And as Maddie said, that's kind of maybe a first place to look. But let's recap. So you could go to Google and just type in your kind of broad overarching focus, nursing education, and see what journals come up. Then you want to go to those specific journals website sites, look at the about the journal section, figure out who reads this journal, maybe even talk to your colleagues, you know, what journals do you read, you know, the people you work with on day to day basis. Then when you're on that website as well, you want to look at some past issues, figure out if the topics, you know, similar types of topics have been covered, if it's been covered extensively, maybe they don't want this anymore, and they're moving to something new, you can query the editor by sending them an email and saying, this is our proposed topic, this is, you know, when we could get it to you by do you have interest in publishing this, hearing back from them is always helpful. And finally, again, going to a conference, linking that conference to a journal. So we do have one online resource. Maddie, can you share the URL and kind of a description of what this website can also do for this topic? Yeah, so there is a group that has put together a search engine that will help you. You can plug in either an abstract you've already written or keywords, and it's going to give you suggestions on nursing journals that fit that description. So it's actually um, a bit of a longer URL. I'll go ahead and say it, but we'll, of course, also post it when we post the podcast. So it's jane.biosemantics, B-I-O-S-E-M-A-N-T-I-C-S.org. And that's Jane, as in Jane from Tarzan. (laughs) So if you go on there, there's a big box that you can just copy paste your abstract into, or there's a link on the top that says keywords, and that's where you can free text things in. And sometimes it's helpful because if you just aren't aware of something that already exists out there, maybe your colleagues don't read it, but colleagues at another hospital do, it gives you um, a bigger list of journals that you could potentially submit to. 
Excellent. Excellent. So thanks for listening to this podcast. If you have questions about this content or anything related to your inquiry project, you can reach us via email, nursinginquiry at jhmi.edu. You can definitely join the Facebook group so you can stay up to date on all the workshops, educational offerings we have. So that's the Johns Hopkins Center for Nursing Inquiry on Facebook. And of course, we're on the nursing intranet. So if you go to the homepage of the nursing intranet, big yellow box on the left-hand side, kind of towards the bottom, it says Center for Nursing Inquiry, and that'll link you to all of our videos, audios, templates, tools, and all those resources. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>